Hi, and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and Friends. This particular broadcast is just a special edition. We have taught through the entire first chapter of the book of the Revelation. You can go to your podcasts and look at the previous broadcasts and start with verse 1 and learn the first chapter of Revelation. But this is a special one that we're going to present today, and I'm just going to kind of read and comment through each verse of the first chapter, and then kind of, it'll be kind of a review of what we have learned thus far. But at the time of this recording, we see there is truly something significant happening in Israel, and we find that there is war going on over there, and I saw tonight that we're sending our warships over there. And so this could really um, accelerate into something major. And of course, if you read the word of God, Israel is just a key part of Bible prophecy. And so keep your eyes on Israel. And just remember this, as a Christian, the coming of the Lord is drawing very near. If you look at the um, different signs that Jesus told us regarding his coming in Matthew 24, verses 6 to 8, you will see the wars, rumors of wars, famine, earthquakes in diverse places, um, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. You will see that these, what the Bible calls birth pangs, are getting closer and closer together and they are intensifying, and you can almost just feel it in your spirit, and you also can feel it like in the atmosphere. And so we're going to talk about that in a few moments. Well, we're going to actually just take you through chapter one, and so we're not going to have any sponsor or anybody today, but we're just going to share this with you. But there's a song back in the 90s that I think is relevant for today, and it talks about the coming of the Lord. Let's listen to a good portion of that, and then we're going to review Revelation chapter 1.
That's a powerful song. People get ready. Jesus is coming. For those of you that are listening that do not know the Lord, this is your hour. This is the time to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And you can become a child of God by doing two things. Number one, repenting of your sin. Change your mind, your will, your direction, and say, I'm turning from my sin, and I'm turning to Jesus as my Lord and Savior. If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So today, let me do this. Let me lead you in a prayer of repentance. And if you're listening and you're a Christian, and you've gotten yourself so immersed in this world, and there's no difference between you and the world, now is the time to maybe walk away from some of those things and prepare yourself for the coming of our Lord. So if you'd like to receive the Lord right now, then pray this with me. Dear Lord, I realize that I am a sinner. And right now I'm repenting of my sin. I'm changing my mind, my will, my direction, and I'm turning to you, Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. I accept your payment for what you did for me on the cross for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. And believers that may be far from God. Now you might be sitting in a church but that doesn't mean that your heart is close to the Lord. Let's get back to our first love. Remember, we'll learn about this in chapter two of Revelation that the church at Ephesus had abandoned their first love. And I call you to return to Jesus, not out of legalism, but out of love. 
Let's do that review of chapter one. The revelation of Jesus Christ, revelation is apocalypse, the unveiling, which God gave unto him. God gave it to Jesus Christ. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. To show unto his servants, that's us, doulos, willing servants, things which must shortly come to pass. The shortly come to pass means not right away, but when they do, like the birth pangs, it's going to happen suddenly and with great speed. It says he sent and signified it by his angels. So this is a word that was sent unto John, unto his servant John, but by an angel. And the angels are messengers, a jealous. They are messengers. Do you realize that they do two things today? No more than two things, but they are ministers and they bring messages. So it says concerning his servant, John, who was faithful, loyal, John the beloved, who bear witness or record of the word of God. John saw the living word and heard the words out of his mouth He bore record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. He was there, as I shared with you before, at almost every single event Jesus was as a disciple. And there at his death, his burial and resurrection, John is an eyewitness. So if you're wondering whether you should or shouldn't believe in Christ, here is John, take him somebody, the closest person probably of his disciples to Jesus. He was the one that leaned on Jesus' breast at the Lord's Supper. Verse three, there's a special blessing. If you will read and hear and keep these things, it says, blessed. How supremely blessed is he that readeth continuously. They that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things that are written therein, for the time is at hand. The time is very near. People, get ready. Jesus is coming. The signs are everywhere. If you're going down a road on a highway, and you see signs that say there's a bridge washed out ahead, or there's an accident ahead, or there's a fire ahead, you would do well for your own security to pay attention to those signs. The time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, that's modern-day Turkey now, grace be to you and peace. Well, we need those two things in our life. Grace is the favor of God that God commands on us. There's saving grace there's sustaining grace, and there's that grace we just need for our daily survival. As Paul learned with his terrible eye disease, most believe, he said, my grace, God said, my grace, my favor is sufficient for thee. So here we see John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace. Peace is the one thing that the world longs for, but You can't get it in a bottle. You can't get it in drugs. You can't smoke it and find peace. 
Peace is something, the tranquility of your heart that only comes from receiving Jesus, the Prince of Peace, and putting your faith in him. He is the one which is, which was, and which is to come. And so we see that God is from everlasting to everlasting. He is God. And it says, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. So here in verse four, it's describing our eternal father, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit, who is also God. Acts 5, 3, and 4, it said, you lied to the Holy Spirit, you lied to God, one and the same. Seven spirits, Isaiah 11 and verse 2, spirit of wisdom and understanding and all, read that verse. So you have the Father, you have the Holy Spirit, and in verse 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness. Now in this verse, we'll see Jesus as prophet, priest, and king. From Jesus Christ, Jehovah is salvation, is Jesus. Christ is Christos, the Messiah, the anointed one. He's the faithful witness. He's also called this in chapter three and verse 14 of Revelation. The first begotten of the dead, or the first one to overcome death, the first one born out of the dead. And because he is the first one and we put our faith in him, we will conquer death as well. And the prince of the kings of the earth. So he is the prophet, the faithful witness. He is the priest, the first one that sacrificed his blood for us on the cross. And here he is the prince of the kings of the earth. He's prophet, priest, and king. And then it says, not only do we learn about his person, but it says, unto him that loved us, in the Greek it's the present tense, he loves us. Aren't you glad he loves you? He does, he loves you. And so just receive that right now. He loved us and he washed us, the Greek word is luo, and luo's in the aorist tense, which means it's a definite act. He loosed us from our sins in his own blood. Many today in churches, they don't want to talk about the blood of Jesus. They don't want to talk about the word of God. But guess what? Nothing can wash away our sin but the blood of Jesus. Then he did something for us. He elevated our position. He made us kings and priests unto God and his father. Actually, it's not little kings with crowns walking around, but it's a kingdom of priests. So here we are. What do priests do? They worship. They serve. It says, and his father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Our job or our task in this life is not to receive glory. Ours is to return glory. Somebody says, you did a great job. Yes, but I give God all the glory. Without him, we could do nothing. We had a wonderful landmark recently where our broadcast received a thousand downloads. Well, that's no glory to me. That's God blessing his word. And so we give him all the glory. And then it says he's coming. We believe that there is the rapture of the church where we'll be caught up to be with him. 
Then seven years later, he returns with us in glory, Revelation 19. Verse 7 says, Behold, he cometh with clouds. That could be the Shekinah glory, but also in Hebrews 12, we're called the cloud of witnesses. Every eye shall see him. It's in talking about the rapture because every eye won't see him at the rapture. Matthew 24, Jesus said he's going to come like lightning so that there will be a dark sky, everything will be darkened, and he will actually light up the skies, every eye, all those that have rejected him, all the wicked, they will see him. And they also which pierced him, they had a responsibility in the death of Christ. And it says, and all the earth shall wail because of him, even so, amen. As a Christian that loves the Lord and looks for his appearing, you won't be wailing when Jesus comes. You will be rejoicing. But that's what I encouraged you in the previous part of the broadcast. If you have immersed yourself in the world, now is the time, like the prodigal son, man, get yourself cleaned up. Get yourself out of that and be just begin to follow Jesus and follow him alone. He said this, it said, even so, amen, so be it. It's the truth. I thought we were going to get all the way through all the verses, so I'll give a part two of this in our next broadcast. Verse eight, Jesus said, I'm Alpha and Omega. I'm all you need. First and last letters of the Greek alphabet. Anything you need, Jesus is there for you. The beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come. We learned in the fourth verse, that's the description of the Father. It's also the description of the Son. So again, we shared earlier how you can receive Christ, but now as a believer, turn your life back over to the Lord, but again, living holy for him, and you will find your life brings great joy and peace and all those wonderful things. If you'd like to contact us, just reach out to Karisman, this is my email, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N 1234 at gmail.com. Karisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N 1234 at gmail.com. This is Pastor Earl for Pastor Earl and Friends with faith life. We love you very much. Jesus is coming soon. And please pray for the peace of Jerusalem and pray for all those that are suffering over in that region at this time.